Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. What's up, Unbroken Nation? Hello, my friends. I'm Michael Unbroken, host of the Think Unbroken podcast and founder of thinkunbroken.com. And I'm honored to be your trauma coach and mentor because I believe that everyone is capable of getting unstuck, cultivating self-love, and becoming the hero of their own story. I believe that when implemented correctly, the practical tools and education you will receive from this show will help you lead an unbroken and extraordinary life. I believe that no matter what we come from, that we all have the ability to choose ourselves first, to create and manifest a powerful and grace-filled future and love the reflection in the mirror. I believe that every day is a day to grow, learn, heal, and change. That's why I started my company, thinkunbroken.com, which is an online training and healing and personal growth platform where you get everything that I know about how to get motivated, be accountable, get out of the vortex, and become the hero of your own story through community, connection, and commitment. For more information, visit thinkunbroken.com. Please listen closely as you may learn just one thing that will help you be unbroken. And please share this episode with at least three of your friends because we all need community and connection in our healing journey. And be sure to DM me and tag me on Instagram at michaelunbroken so that I can say hi. I just want to thank you again for being a part of this, for listening and being a member of the Unbroken Nation. Now, let's get into today's show and make the world unbroken.
Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Michael Unbroken here, and welcome to the Michael Unbroken Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my great friend, Jana Short, who is a part of the Best Holistic Life. Recently, I was on her show, and I'm having her today because you guys need to know who she is. Jana, my friend, what is going on? How are you? Hi, I, I'm great. Thank you so much for asking. Just super busy getting my magazine, the next issue out. Yeah, I love it. Your, your magazine's really important. You know, I think that we all need to be having more conversations about practical things that we can add to our life to create change. And so much of what your effort and energy has been is in that creating change. But that's not how you always started. That's this hasn't always been the mission, right? No, um, I went to school to become an interior designer. And that's what I did for years. I literally recreated myself at the age of 51. <laughs> I just turned 60. So yay, great decade. Um, but yeah, I started out being super um, great at what I did in interior design. And I thought I loved it until mm. I got sick and literally knocked onto my deathbed. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then a shift, right? Totally a shift. Um, I, I didn't want to die because I had a brand new grandson. So for all of you who have grandchildren, it's our do-overs, right? We all know that it's our do-over, <laughs> like anything we did as a mom and whoops, we get to do it over when we get grandkids. And I had a brand new grandbaby the day I went in the hospital. He was just like five wow. or six days old. When I came out, he was nine weeks old and I literally was sent home to die. And my daughter brought him to me to see him, me. And I remember while holding him, it, it occurred to me, how will he remember anything about me? Hmm. It's not going to remember like the simplest things, like the way I smell, the way we laugh together, what it's, what, you know, grandma's cookies. He's not going to remember anything that I had those memories of my grandmother. And I was desperate to make one memory with him. He is now almost 10 <laughs> and we have created so many beautiful memories together. And I have seven grandkids now instead of um, five, but I found hope and it literally was a mindset shift for me because how am I still here? The doctors are, how are you still here? And I know it all started between these two things right here is started creating magic. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a testament to that myself. I look at everything that we do in our lives being the baseline of mindset, right? My, I say it all the time, mindset plus action equals self-actualization. A lot of people think they can like Disney moment themselves into the reality they want, but it takes a tremendous amount of action. Talk about that journey, right? Because I think, first off, many people who are kind of in this midway point in life will measure it. I've been in this career for 25 years. I have this expectation of myself, but it still feels like there's something else. There's something else I should be doing, trying, going towards or moving towards and they're stuck, right? That stuckness. And often it's that, for lack of a better term, rock bottom moment that occurs in which people actually begin to create change. But you're faced with this really delicate precipice, right? That you can fall off either way. Either you go towards what it is that you want to be and become, or you remain the same. And when you're in that, it's like a conflict of self. How did you navigate that? Michael, this new purpose literally found me. I only was trying to survive long enough to make one memory. Mm. And here's what I want to tell all of you. I got on my keyboard in my deathbed because I could not get up and walk. I didn't have the energy. And I was able to type in the words, desperate for health answers, looking for holistic options. Where else in the world can you literally be on your deathbed and extend your reach across the globe to reach out to others? With that came miracles, right? Magical things. But also with that came a kind of, a, I'm just going to use the word, a cesspool of craziness. There mm. are so many people on the internet that are willing to take advantage of your vulnerability, your fears, your anxiety, all of that, and give you hope that really isn't there, or at least they don't hold the keys to that. Yeah. And here's the thing. I did find hope online through, through reaching out through social media. I'd never really been on social media nine years ago. And I found incredible hope, but I realized as I started becoming a health coach and working in the mindset area and became an NLP and RTT practitioner, I realized that when I reached out, knew I could help someone, 
all those walls came up because of the people who came before me. And it was really hard to stretch your hand through that screen and say, hello, I am. Let me hear what's going on. Let me help you. And so I wanted to give a platform to those incredible people like yourself that just haven't been heard enough. They don't know you're there. They're looking for you, but they can't find you because you're buried CD under all the craziness. And so I created the magazine, the podcast, wrote my book. Everything I've done was to give a, a light, a shine a light on the people like yourself and let people know, like, here they are right here, open for business. And it, they weren't about selling product. They weren't about, you know, ranking up to that next level. They were about really helping people getting to know them because the first thing I asked them, and you know, this, what's your story? Why are you here today? What was your, your moment of hope? And when I hear that, I know exactly why they're standing in front of us today. I know what put them in their purpose. I know what the passion is that drives them. And I want to help other people see that too. So that's where this whole thing was created. It really pulled me. It wasn't somewhere I thought one day I'm going to do this. It was one day it was on my doorstep. I saw the joy it gave me. I saw how it was helping others. I recognized the ripple effect of hope it was putting into the world. And I was on board. Yeah. And, and you're, and you're faced with that moment too, right? But you still have to make the choice. You still have to move into the understanding that I'm going to be in service of people. I'm going to create this thing. I'm going to follow, even though, and, and you know, I guarantee you there were people around you who were like, that's a terrible idea. Why would you do that? You had this thing over here. How do you navigate when you're in this space of creating? How do you navigate the naysayers, the haters, the people who say, you know what? You were great over there. Why would you change? Why do you want to do this? How do you go through that? So that still happens. And here I am sitting in a seven figure business and people will still ask me, are you still doing that um, little magazine thing you were doing? <laughs> and here's th the thing is that's their baggage, right? When somebody feeds something to you, that's really their fears, their blocks, and they're putting that on you, but you don't have to receive that. I always tell everyone the only story that should ever matter to you is the one you tell yourself. And I saw this as my destiny. I saw this as my passion, my purpose, and there was no disputing that. And I leaned into it. So when I get those naysayers, I like smile and say, yes, I am. I'm still doing that little magazine, <laughs> still doing it. Yes. I still have that number one best-selling book. Yes. That's me right here. Still doing that. Yeah. There there's drive in that, right? I, I often 100%. think about my own journey. You know, when I get canceled pretty frequently, I get an email every day, somebody, who do you think you are? How dare you talk about this? What is it you're, you know, and I know that I serve the people that I serve with, with the full power and capacity that I have to be a change maker in the world because I believe I'm capable of doing it. But so often, and you know this as a coach, and I know this as a coach and someone who's written a book and traveled the world and done the whole thing that there's always that little voice still always that little voice over here that goes, you know what? I don't think you can do it. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not capable enough. So much of that is in, enveloped in us through the narrative of society that we live in, through our parents, through our peers, through our community, through our neighborhood. And then we come to this moment, we still have to face that voice, just like the haters voices, right? We still have to face our voice. How do you leverage that? How do you move through that voice? And, and if you have that to say, you know what? I see you, I hear you, you're over here, but I'm still gonna do this anyway. How do you push through? When, you know, that's such a great question. When I was growing up, I remember if I said, I'm not gonna be able to pass that math quiz, my parents would stop me and say, be careful what you speak. You get the words of your mouth. So I would go around saying, no, I'm going to ace it. I got this. Mm -hmm. But my monkey voice in my head would, as I'm walking out the door, would say, no, you don't. What are you talking about? You didn't even study. How are you going to get that test done? And all the way to school, it's tearing me down. My parents never told me that there was a part two to what comes out of our mouth. The story mm -hmm. that's going on in our head 100 times more powerful than what's literally coming out of our mouth. And so it is still a struggle for sure. And if you're saying, no, I've never had that problem. 
we probably should talk because <laughs> it's okay. Everybody does. It's just our boys bouncing off ideas, right? And, and they're protecting you by saying, ooh, if you do that, people will judge you. Ooh, if you say that, what's that feedback going to be like? And it's our brain protecting us. But I tell my brain, and I literally have a talk with it, so maybe I should be committed. But I tell my brain, nope, we're going to do it. I've got this. Just hang on, pack up your stuff. <laughs> if that happens, we'll deal with it. And we just keep moving, but you have to change that conversation in your mind. And it takes consciousness of what, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. What fear did that come from? You have to sit with it for a moment and realize where that fear came from. If you don't, it'll just keep rearing its ugly little head. And once you sit with it and you see where it's coming from, you're like, okay, I recognize it. I recognize this fear. I know where it's coming from and I've got this, but those fears were given to us for a reason. Like have you ever touched a hot pan without an oven mitt? It burns you. And all of a sudden you go to touch the pan and that fear, wait, where's your oven mitt? So mm -hmm. it literally, it's, it's a, de a defense mechanism in our brain to protect us. It doesn't want us to be judged. doesn't want our heart to be broken. It doesn't want us to fail. And so it puts everything we've heard, our parents, our, our friends, you know, our teachers, whatever we've heard in the community that community voice goes off. It's not really even your voice. And so you have to recognize it, acknowledge it, sit with it for a minute so that when it pops up again, you're like, I got this. I, I understand that. And talk to that beautiful voice in your head. The most magical thing you have, we all have, is that beautiful mind between those two ears. And I'm telling you, with that, you can do anything. When they say you can move mountains, I really 100% believe you can move a mountain. Here, I still sit in my death diagnosis is what I call it around here. Yeah. I still sit in my death diagnosis. Nothing's changed. I am here nine years later, two more grandkids. I have climbed Machu Picchu. I have run a, a 200 mile um, Ragnar marathon with my daughter, two days, 200 miles. I, I've like gone on an African safari. I'm living the most amazing life because I'm living it today. I'm not worrying about yesterday because I'm not going to change that. I'm taking all that good stuff with me and that learning. And I'm not focused on what's going on tomorrow because I don't want to miss one second of what's going on today. Yeah, that, that's also incredibly powerful. I mean, I, I think about how important it is to understand that you are what you think like mindset is everything. I tell everyone I ever work with, if you can get, like you said, we are on the same page. If you can get the thing in between those ears in connection with what's in your chest, you're going to be good. You're going to be able to step into life and, and take advantage of it and put yourself in a position to become the hero of your own story. I look at my life. I should be dead or in jail. Everybody knows my story. I don't have to go into it, but I will tell you this. Every single day, I still sit down and I take my pen because it's mightier than the sword. And I write these little things down called goals and I move towards them until they come to fruition because you are what you think. What you think becomes what you speak. What you speak becomes your action. And ultimately your actions become your reality. And if you're living within the context of life of not being driven forwards and towards something, then as they say, right? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Talk about the power of writing in your life. As a fellow author, first and foremost, congratulations. You know, that is one of the biggest undertakings. I'd rather run a marathon than write a book. And even though I've written a few of them, um, you know, when I think about the, the immense amount of um, not only reflection, but there's a little torture involved in writing a book. Talk to me about that experience of, of taking these things in your head and putting them somewhere practical, not only for someone else, but for yourself. So writing a book is one of the most difficult things I have ever, ever, ever done. I've written two and I'm working on my third. So my first two, I call them cheater books <laughs> because when someone asked me to, to write my story, I was like, yes, I want to share my story. And I remember spending weeks writing my story out, rolling into months. And at the end, I had maybe a really solid, good chapter. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> And so for those of you who have written a whole book all on your own, yay. So this is my third book and I'm writing it all on my own. But when you're writing your words out, your story, oh my gosh, you could, it's like my number one favorite thing to talk about is your superpower. Mm. The journey you've been given, the story that you have inside is unique and like nobody else's. And every time you share it with someone, whatever that story is, it's like 
think of it as heartbeat shooting out of you and touching and landing, like touching and landing where they need to land and pulling those people in and giving them hope. Wow. He did it. If he can do it, I can do it. Did you see where she was at yet? Look where she's at now. Why can't I? She's like exactly like me. She's no different. And it gives them an opportunity to see the possibilities of going through what they're going through now and to not give up hope and go those extra steps to get to their goals. And I love, Michael, that you said that when you're manifesting, putting something down on paper, by the way, is literally creating a roadmap in your brain. You may not realize it, but writing it out is acknowledging it in your brain that it's real, right? It's not something I thought of. It's not something that came out of my mouth. I wrote it down and your brain receives in a whole different area and starts processing that roadmap. Writing things out is so important. And when you look back, I hope that it, writing, here's the other thing, writing them out every day is so much even more important because once you get there, you're not there. If you want to lose 50 pounds, you hit 50 pounds. Is your life over and you're done? No, there's more. There's so much more. It keeps expanding. The abundance just keeps growing and growing. And the possibilities are amazing. I never would have thought the first day I stepped on a college campus to become an interior designer that I would end up here in a whole different field, thriving in it and my heart being filled by it every day. So you'll be so surprised when you start writing your story down, your message down, even if it's just for you, you and no one else. Maybe you're not, you're not in a space to share it yet. Maybe it's still too painful. I didn't share mine for two years. And the day I shared it, I literally left the stage and threw up. And the lady put her shoulder on her hand on my shoulder and asked me, are you, are you done? Can you come with me? And my response to her was not very nice. Like, can I please just be done? What else is there? And she's like, well, there's a line of people waiting to talk to you. And I look around the corner. I kid you not, there had to be over 200 people standing there waiting to talk to me because somehow or another through my story, they related, they connected, they saw hope and they just wanted to tell me that. And it was the most empowering thing to know that my story is powerful your story is powerful. And when you are brave enough to share, because it's not easy, it's scary. I did not want to share mine. I felt shame in being sick. Mm. When I was able to share it, and I realized that releasing it was not only good for me, but it was touching others and changing their lives. It was so much easier for me to do. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Michael here. I just wanted to take a moment and invite you to the Think Unbroken Community Coaching Sessions. We start these sessions at the beginning of every month, and we take a deep dive into the baseline and frameworks of what it means to get out of the vortex and become the hero of your own story through community, connection, commitment, and education. You can learn more about this at healtraumacoach.com, where you can fill out an application and sign up for a trauma healing call with me or my team to see if the Think Unbroken community coaching sessions is right for you. That's at healtraumacoach.com. We start at the beginning of every month. I cannot wait to see you there. And I'll be honest with you, if I'm not the right fit for you, we will help you find the person that can help you on your journey. Yeah. And, and you know what, here's what's really fascinating. I tell people all the time, I did not sign up to be the spokesperson for childhood trauma. Like, I don't even want this job. I don't like this job. I don't want it. Right. But I'm so driven by the idea that if we can come into connection and create expansion through healing, health, education, and knowledge, we can change the world. And there are people right now watching this or listening to this, or they'll find it in 10 years because we're, you know, we live in perpetuity now. And they're stuck and they're like, I know there's something in me. And they're just like, I'm too scared to bring it out. How do you do that? Like, how do you bring that part of you out into the world and say, you know what, even though I'm terrified, I'm going to get on that stage. So I did it out of, um, I, I don't even know why I did it. I didn't want to do it. I said no for two years. I said no. And then a really good friend came to me and said, I really need you to do this for me. I need you to stand up there and just do the best you can. I remember the first time I spoke, I was so nervous and I kept doing this with my hands and I kept saying, um, um, cause it was so nerve wracking. I didn't think anyone was listening. And when I walked up and saw those people, I realized that, that it was, they were listening 
And what happened for me to get me on that stage, I had to keep telling myself, you don't know them. It's kind of dark out there, right? You don't even have to see them. At the end of the day, it's kind of like just talking in a dark room, right? With nobody out there. So I went out literally with lights blinding. You know, when you're on stage, you think they're looking right at you, but we don't see anything. There's like lights glaring right in us, unless they say, bring up the lights so they can see your sweet little faces. But I can hear things, right? I'm listening. And that will distract you, by the way, if you listen too much, but I'm listening to keys. Are they listening? Are they laughing? They should be laughing. Are they quiet? What's going on? But I went into that dark space like I was all alone, like I was just closing my eyes and telling your story. I literally, this is so funny, but I literally started telling my story with my back to the audience. I walked and I asked him, can I just start with my back? I promise you I'll turn. And I came out and said, hello, I'm Jana Short. (laughs) I know you're back there, but I'm going to start right here. And that is how, and they started laughing and I kind of eased me into it. Right. And I started talking and then pretty soon I turned around, I'm like, yes, I have a face too. And then we started talking and then, you know, the pictures start popping up and me being sick and all of a sudden their energy transferred to me and it became an okay space to, to share. And now that I do it, it like just comes out. It, it, I've done it so many times that when I start to speak, it flows out of me and it doesn't feel rehearsed. It doesn't feel like I've said it a million times because it's still coming from that space, from the pain that I was in, from the fear, from the love, you know, that I was given to survive. It still all comes out of me. So if you're fearful of it, just go in there, start talking to them with them at your back. I'm telling you, it'll be funny. And when you turn around and you're brave enough, like when I'm brave enough, I'll turn around. When I turn around, not only were they like, yay, yep, I have a face, you know, they were so supportive. People love you and they love that you've, you've come through something and we have to be able to receive that love to start healing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've spoken all over the world and it's never not like kind of scary. There's always an element to it. I've spoken in front of 10,000 people. I've spoken in front of billionaires. I've spoken in front of two people. Doesn't matter. There's always still that moment. But I always think about commitment and, and doing the thing that I said I was going to do. And so many people get caught up because they're scared about all the in-between things, right? They're trying to plan every second. Like you don't get that. You don't know when you're going to get the diagnosis. You don't know when you're going to get the phone call. You don't know when it's all over. And yet you're trying to plan it all and make this all big, beautiful, wonderful experience to try to have control. But ultimately, and I would love to know your opinion on it. I think that committing and saying, you know what, I'm going to get on that stage and I'm going to figure it out on the way is the difference between success and failure in life. 100%. That commitment should be to you though. Like you're worthy of giving yourself a commitment and following through with it. Just because you gave yourself a commitment, don't think that's an easy out, right? It's just me who's going to know. Giving yourself a commitment is so important. Like committing to taking better care of your health, committing to spending more time with your family, committing to doing the things that are important to you and then breaking them. That's a broken commitment to you. And it's the worst kind of break that I feel like you could do for yourself. Yeah. I I mean, I totally relate to that. I mean, I I remember literally being eight years old, fast forwarding to 25, looking at the scope of my life and saying, I broke a promise to myself when I made when I was eight years old. And, And that's really the catalyst. That's how I ended up here with you 11 years later, having this conversation because I decided to honor myself in my journey. Talk to me about, about what coaching means to you and what it is that, that you bring to the world. Well, that's a good question. Um, The reason I got into quote coaching was because I was fascinated with what changed. Why am I still here? What is happening? Like nothing's changed in my diagnosis to this very day. I still live with the same exact diagnosis, yet I'm still here. And not only am I still here, I am thriving in that diagnosis. Why? I should have been dead a long time ago but here I am. And I don't expect to be going anywhere anytime soon. And I wanted to know more about mindset. So I got into um, NLP, RTT. I wanted to know what is happening to our, to our brains, to my brain that keeps me moving forward, keeps me planted here on earth. And the more I learned, 
the more I got back in school, I went back to school at 51 years old, like go back to school at that age to learn a new skill, a new trade, more about myself, how I can serve others was very scary, <laughs> but I did it. Can I still learn? Can I still pass a test? I aced them because <laughs> I was fascinated by what was going on, but it is so scary going into a new profession. So for me, going into coaching was very scary, but I wanted to go in because I wanted to help other coaches like myself. I wanted to help them go to the next level. And it wasn't because of a money-making thing for me. Although I would love to see the coaches be very successful financial because the more financially successful we are, the more we're able to serve others. But I wanted them to be successful because the more confidence that they had and all those blocks moving out of the way and the growth that they have puts them in front of others in a very confident way. And that's what attracts your clients. So for all of you who are out there like, oh, I don't know what to charge. Is it too much? Probably is. Until you're like, that is what I charge because I'm flipping worth it. <laughs> I went to school. I've got this degree and I am very successful. I'm very successful in what I do. They're not going to believe it either. So if you have to sit and tell yourself that in the mirror 20 times, you need to do it. But coaching to me means I am freeing others. You know, when I say you have to pivot, I pivoted from um, interior design into coaching. My magazine and podcasts have grown so big and my speaking platforms that I've stepped away from coaching, even though it makes me sad. I kind of coach people in my magazine. Like you, if you're in the magazine, you better be ready for the people coming. Where are you, where are you hosting them? Where are they going to go? Um, so I still help coach them. But I've had a step away from coaching and I'm super excited about this next phase and creating the magazine and watching it grow. And I grabbed up to a quarter of a million people already on it. It's just a little over a year old. Yeah, that, that's incredible. And, and so much of that just begins with giving yourself permission. I can do this. I will do this. I am doing this. You know, if you want to be the best mom, the best brother, the best business owner, the best friend, the best version of you, you first have to convince yourself. How are you ever going to make anybody else believe you if you don't believe in yourself? This is one of the greatest discoveries of my life because I recognize that 27 years old, I had no self-esteem. I had no idea who I was. I had no values, no wants, no needs, no interests, no boundaries. I didn't know up from down. I was literally in that place we call the vortex. And I was just trying to figure out what was next in life. And I understood something. And in that moment was like, wow, I don't believe in myself. How do you do that? How do you do that? Because I, I know how I did it. But how do you do How do you go from this place of I just feel lost in the world. I don't believe in myself. I feel stuck, right? That language. How do you move to this place where you can go, you know what? I am Jana. I can do this. I will do this. Watch me. I am doing this. What's that journey? I'm going to be, I, you know what? I don't ever feel that way. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> your confident. Clients do. I, my clients do for sure. And what I have them do is start routines, telling themselves, when I was talking about the roadmap for your brain, it's true. Our brains literally have one job, keep you alive, right? And when they stop you from doing things, it's not because like the fears that pop up in you and all those anxieties, that's a protection mechanism kicking into place to keep you safe. No one will hurt your heart. Nobody will laugh at you or point a finger. Somebody won't say something negative. And so I want them to push past that and recognize what that fear is. That fear is holding them back and it's somebody else's. I have tons of followers. Think about it. I have two over 200 podcasts out there. I get negative feedback. <laughs> I don't get a lot of it, but I do. And I'm totally okay with that. My, first of all, if you are on social media and someone gives you negative feedback, do not reply. Like do not get into an argument on social media. I immediately DM them and I say, thank you so much for your feedback. I, I can always do better. I can always show up better. And I can't do that unless someone tells me their true opinion. That doesn't mean I agree with them. I don't tell them this doesn't mean I agree with them. It doesn't mean that I, they're wrong and I'm right. It just means I hear what you said. And I absolutely, I sh every day I try to do better and I can't do better until people are honest with me and tell me what they really think. So I do get feedback. DMs, that's where that's for DMs. <laughs> don't get into you will not win an argument on social media. I don't care if you are absolutely 100% right, you will not win an argument. So when someone comes up negative to me, I thank them. Thank you so much for your feedback. Ha have you guys been watching TikTok and seeing the, like the, all the Karen reels, right? 
Yeah. And what is the first thing? Like you can't watch. I mean, it's turn away. You're just like, you can't turn away. You're watching this person lose it and break down. And yet people are poking them, right? I got you on camera, poke, poke, poke. And they're already having a meltdown. And as a mindset coach, I hear them. I hear their pain. And all I want to do is say, take a breath. You're okay. I got you. You're, you're okay. And let's just reset. What do you need? Right. I just want to help them because I have been a Karen. <laughs> I remember a mom raising four kids and they were all like one year apart, all, all three the mm. are the bottom three. So they were little and I have lost my, I'm not going to say the word, but I lost my crap <laughs> at from times that I'm so grateful that there wasn't a camera taking a picture of me at the time or someone poking me because I probably would have been arrested, but it was mostly out of whatever was going on in my day, something else, something frustrating. And when my clients come to me and they're having those fears and they're having all that, I'm hearing fear, pain, like they need to be hugged. They need to start building their own confidence. For every single one of you listening, if you're waiting for someone to tell you you can do this, if you're waiting for someone to hold your hand, if you're waiting for someone to show you how to do it, or in your relationship, you're waiting for your husband to say you look great, you're waiting for your husband to say, oh, you're so beautiful, whatever that is that you're waiting for, get in the mirror and tell yourself that. Like That is the only opinion that should matter to you is yours. I get up in the morning every day and I don't always feel like 100% and I get up in the morning like you're killing it. You're crushing it. I cannot wait to get today. Let's do this. <laughs> Honestly, I do that. It's so silly. My husband laughs at me I'm like you laugh, but look what I'm doing. Yeah. Did you know that you can sponsor an episode of the Think Unbroken podcast? All you have to do is visit thinkunbrokenpodcast.com and there's a little coffee icon down there at the bottom of the screen or you can click the sponsor an episode link and your name will go on the sponsored list for sponsors of the Think Unbroken podcast. One of the things you may not know is that this is an internal podcast. There's no major sponsors. Coca-Cola doesn't sponsor us. We don't get the Joe Rogan endorsement. We're over here trying to create massive change in the world. And I cannot do it alone. And I need your help. So if you have the ability, please visit thinkunbrokenpodcast.com, help sponsor an episode, and we will put your name on the sponsorship list where everyone can see your contribution to the Unbroken Nation. My friend, I appreciate it so much. I want to continue to make these shows and bring tremendous value to your life, to our world, and to the Unbroken Nation, but I cannot do it alone. If you have the ability, please visit thinkunbrokenpodcast.com and sponsor an episode. All right, my friends, who's going to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? Oh, 100%. 100%. You have to, and you have to like step through the grime of the discomfort of that moment in which you're facing this thing. Now, I didn't have the words for this like seven, eight years ago, but imposter syndrome, trying to figure out who you are. And I don't, change doesn't happen until you make change happen. And then you adopt, you adapt and ultimately assimilate and you become that person but there's trials and tribulations and people quit far too often. They're like right there. You see those memes, the guy's digging for gold. He's at the edge. It's right there. Like one more stroke. He's going to be it. And he quits. Can you talk about the power of quitting and not quitting in life? Um, if you, if you start quitting and you go down that slope, it becomes easy, right? And who cares? Nobody cares. I don't care. I am not a quitter, so I don't quit anything. As a matter of fact, if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to blow it out of the water just to show you I can't, even if I didn't want to do it to begin with, right? I, that's the kind of personality I have. My mom, that's how she got me to do things is tell me no. And if you tell me no, I'm going to show you a yes for sure. And I'm going to shove that yes right in your face. <laughs> so for sure. So if you're struggling with, with giving up or failure, or you just feel like I've never been able to be successful at anything, I'm telling you, you probably quit that close to being there. You don't know because you quit. And it is hard work. There is no magic switch, like unless you win the lottery and who does that? Hardly nobody. There is no magic trick to getting there. It's hard work. It's falling down and getting back up. By the way, falling down have been the best parts of this for me because I have met the most amazing people on those downward slides. But I wanted to address real quickly about you talking about imposterism. I cannot say it again. The 
it's okay to be an imposter. It's totally okay. I'm a magazine editor. I didn't go to school for that. I wasn't supposed to do that. And yet that's exactly what I'm doing because I decided I was going to do it. And I, I'm a mindset coach, went to school for something else. And I kept saying, I'm a mindset coach. This is what I do. This is what I am. That doesn't mean I started practicing as a mindset coach until I got the education behind me. I, I'm going to show you this like real quick little picture for everyone watching. It's like the very first page in this magazine. And I'll tell you about creating a reality. This is my granddaughter. This is my husband. She has dressed up like a veterinarian since she was a little girl. She goes to the office every single sun, our summer. She comes and visits us and stays. She dresses up in her scrubs. It says future veterinarian. And she goes and works as a veterinarian. So her job is to, to sit in surgery. And while the animal's un, under anesthesia, she holds its paw, pets it, and tells them, you're going to be okay. My papa's taking care of you. And she has done this since she was five years old. She's now 13. And one day I'm hoping <laughs> she'll be a veterinarian, but whatever she is, I'm going to be so proud of her and support her in that. But she is visualizing it, right? When you say you're something that you're not quite yet, you're visualizing it. Your brain is picking that pattern up. It's moving towards it. So I want you to get out there and say, I'm an I'm a astronaut, freaking president of the United States. I can tell you right now, I believe it could be possible. So anyone can do that. I want you to tell yourself those stories and you're not being an imposter. You're dreaming and visualizing yourself like that, like just like that little girl in the magazine. I love that. That's so beautiful and, and so poignant too, because that's practical. Like that's practical. I don't, I don't think there's any dream that you cannot accomplish as long as you move forward. Like until the, and I, I think about this all the time. If you can redefine your relationship with time and with death, the things that are happening in your life will change rapidly. One of the experiences that I had, because I got a bacterial infection and almost died at 29 years old, it took me a long time to recover. And I still am always like, all right, I got to be healthy. I take care of myself. And I've recognized something. My mission, my goal is to end generational trauma. It's the only thing I care about. It's my obsession. And I recognize on a long enough timeline, I'm probably going to die. We're talking about hundreds of years of reframing for people, right? But what can you do? You keep going no matter what, because you believe in it, because you say to yourself, I can, I will, I am going to do this. I believe I'm giving myself permission to show up. For someone, let's say they're just starting this journey. They don't really understand what's happening in their life. They just know something's wrong. They're stuck. What advice would you give them? How would you help them take these first steps into whatever it is that is their next? I definitely would say you need a coach because putting a coach puts a mirror in front of you. And when you start saying all that, sometimes we don't even recognize or relate it to ourselves. And I use a coach. Like I have actually several coaches because I want to be the best me I can be. You earlier said you want to do the best this. You want to be the best mom, the best cousin, the best sister. You're never going to hit the best, right? You're just not. That doesn't mean you can't show up at your best and always try to do more. But if you miss that, don't, don't be so hard on yourself. Show yourself some grace because we're just doing the best we can. I know I could have been a better mother. I, know, I call grandkids the do-over. I know I could have made better choices, but I was busy creating a career, raising four kids, working on my relationship with my husband. Like there was so much going on that I missed the beauty of them growing up. So I would tell you if you're brand new starting your career and you're just not sure, like I feel it in my gut. This is what I need. This is what I want. It's calling to me, but I don't know how to get there. You find a coach start running that by them, find a coach in the area that if you need to have blocks removed, if you just need a business coach, if you need a life coach, find somebody else that holds you accountable, will be honest and direct with you. Unfortunately, our family is the worst to go to this because they love us so much. They're like that monkey brain in our head. And they say things to protect us like, oh, that would be great. But maybe you should try that next year and see how you're feeling. You know, they hold us back out of love and um, you need to find someone who's not going to hold you back 
who has no investment personally in you and that can be really honest with you. And unfortunately, the people who love us the most cannot do that for us. And so find yourself a coach that works in the area that you want to. And if you have that burning desire there, there's more for me. Like I knew when I was getting well, before I started coaching, I knew there's more. I know I'm still alive today because there's something for me to do. I, I like, I'm here for a purpose. It's not just a job anymore for me. This is my purpose. And it's filled. I'm telling you with passion and you, I know that, that any of you that are listening to that, you're feeling that in your gut right now. Like I'm here for a purpose. It's, I'm so passionate about this, but where do I start? How do I even start? I didn't know how to start either. I honestly, how do I start coaching? I've never coached before. How do I write a book? I've never written a book before, like a magazine. Do you want to know how this magazine started? I was too lazy to do a newsletter. Like I don't have time for a newsletter. Wait a minute. I know all these amazing people. I can get them to write some articles for my newsletter. And it blew up into a magazine and took on a life of its own because I found a go around for writing a newsletter. So definitely, here's the other thing, surround yourself with people who love you, people who support you, people who maybe not are, are your yes people, right? They're like, ooh, you know, I get it, but maybe you should get some help. Um, but surround yourself with those supportive people. Your tribe is so powerful. Like when you surround yourself around positive people, positive things happen. If you surround yourself around toxic people, I don't care how positive you show up to that group, you will leave not as positive as you showed up. It's draining. So surround yourself with positive people, get an incredible coach to work with, invest in yourself. It, it, it does cost to have a coach, but you are worth it. I know that if one of your children came to you and they were struggling with something, you would go find them help. You need to find yourself some help to get to that next level because you are flipping worth it. And whatever is burning in your gut, we need it. I can tell you, we need it. If it's driving you that insane, you can't sleep at night. You've been thinking about it for years. It needs to happen and it's being put there for a reason. For me, I had to get knocked off my feet in a deathbed before I quieted it down and listened to it. Otherwise, I was just too busy, like too busy doing this and running there. So definitely sit with that, that burning feeling and reach out, get a coach and start working with them. I don't coach anymore, but I know a million coaches I can send you to and find someone that you trust that can help you get to that next level or recognize the path that you need to take to make those beautiful things happen for you. Yeah, I, I, I love that so much. And, you know, I, as a coach, I have a coach, I have multiple and I spend, I, I will spend more money on coaching for me and my business and my life and my lifestyle in one year than most people spend to get college degrees. Because I believe so deeply that, and you're 100% right, if you align yourself with the people that bring power to your life, you will be powerful, right? And it's everything, it's everything. Jenna, my friend, I, I appreciate you so much for being here and your, your wise, beautiful words because they're impactful and they matter. And you've been on either side of this journey trying to go forward. I'm going to ask you one last question here before we wrap up, but I just want to say thank you so much. First, before I ask that last question, can you tell us where everyone can find you? Absolutely. You can find my personal website is Jana at janashort.com, but you can find me all over social media and you can get a free subscription to the magazine. If you just go to bestholisticlife.com and sign up for the, the, the free subscription. Yeah. And, and grab the magazine and self plug. I was published in this magazine. I have it sitting right here on my desk. It's an amazing, beautiful magazine. I purchased it because a, I want it and B, because it's like, you know what, when you do something good, you need to give yourself accolades. You need to take a moment of pride and go, you know what? I did something good. And, and Jen, I love your mission. I love everything that you're doing. My, my last question for you, my friend is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? Oh, honestly, that, that makes me want to cry because I was broken and I was broken many times on that journey to get here today. And for me, though, it means I've survived. I've mm -hmm. survived whatever broke me. 
And not only did I survive, I thrived. I came out thriving. And I will tell all of you who feel broken right now, you don't see this. You, you are not going to see this right away. But if you embrace that and start moving through it, you are going to find that it was there for a really good reason. Like we go through that fire for a reason. And so I'm grateful and I'm thriving in it. I survived it. I love that. Thank you so much, my friend. Unbroken Nation, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Please like, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that on Broken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like, comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor. And when you do shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.